Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And every once in a while here in Virtual Legality, it's nice to not just be doing 90-minute videos talking about epic trillion and billion dollar companies fighting each other for apples and bananas and whatever might otherwise catch their fancy. No, sometimes we talk about things that are of interest to me that do reflect on the pop culture items that you are interested in, but that are maybe a little bit lighter, maybe not as sad, as dramatic as some of the other things that we discuss. On your screen in front of you right now, you see the logo for a game that I absolutely loved called Beyond Good and Evil. This game was released by Ubisoft some time ago. It was an action adventure that I don't think sold very well when it came out, but which since then has grown a kind of cult following that led up to Ubisoft announcing a kind of sequel, really putting out a series of rendered shorts that were in the world of Beyond Good and Evil and maybe some tech demos. As we will see, that process is still very long in coming. Now, Ubisoft has gone through some stuff of late, stuff that we have covered in this space in virtual legality, allegations of all types, executives leaving, their creative director for their Assassin's Creed project that has yet to release, had to leave, all this stuff at Ubisoft, but we're not going to talk about that today. Instead, we're going to talk about an unexpected departure, but a departure that was actually already kind of half happening. As you can see here in this Eurogamer article, Raymond creator Michelle Ansel, and I already apologize for French pronunciations as those of you who are regulars here in virtual legality know, I always have to ask people to pardon my French, quits video game to work on wildlife sanctuary. Now that might be the first time that those words in that combination have really ever been put up in a headline. And I have to say, as someone that has liked Michelle Ansel's work really throughout his career, this sounds like a happy ending to me. It says, Beyond Good and Evil 2 development to, con to continue, we will look at that in a second. But Michelle Ansel has announced he has left the video game industry to focus full-time on a wildlife sanctuary. Ansel's prolific 30-year career saw him create franchises at Ubisoft such as Raymond, Rabbids, and Beyond Good and Evil. Today is very special for me, he wrote in this Instagram post. He was putting up a video of, I believe it was a fox, stealing some food from him. After more than 30 years, I've decided to stop working on video games and fully focus on my second passion, wildlife. My new project takes place in the real world and consists in a wildlife open sanctuary dedicated to education, nature lovers, and wild animals. That's the important bit of the news. He's retiring from games. He's been doing it for very, very long. And he represents a certain part of Ubisoft's brand identity. Now, Ubisoft is a lot more to a lot more people now than when Michelle Ansel was starting out, but he invented Rayman. And Rayman was the mascot for Ubisoft for a long time. Those games continued to be fantastic up through really our current generations where those concepts that he had built at Rayman were constantly being iterated upon. Now, I don't think he was the one doing it. Ubisoft had taken the ball and run with it. And I really do think as we look at this and we examine this now, knowing that this unexpected retirement has come, that he had one foot in both worlds really for a number of years. But he's retiring to do something new. And I know a lot of people that are in video games or maybe that aren't older in their careers or in their lives or in their experience look at this and say, you know, this is a loss. I look at it as a happier thing because he achieved what he wanted to achieve in video games and is now looking to achieve something new. And we're going to talk about what he has been doing for the past couple of years and how he already had 
an independent studio that he will undoubtedly still continue to mentor, if not really lead uh, on an individualized basis, and how that really reflects my own journey in some important ways that maybe a lot of you that follow virtual legality don't know of, that we've put up on our website at Hogue Law, that, but if you haven't visited, you don't know of how I grew up doing big firm law, really working with hundreds of attorneys, working in all of the places that you think of when you think of Better Call Saul, working at those big law firms and with the glass doors and all of that, and decided to do something else, which ultimately, as part of that, led to virtual legality. But he said he is doing something else, and then because he cares about his fans and the things that he has put out, he immediately tries to assuage fears of those fans. Many of you might want to know what will happen to Wild and Beyond Good and Evil 2. No worries. Since many months now, the teams are autonomous and the projects are going super well. Beautiful things to be seen soon. May the Fox be with you. Now, we might have different impressions of what going well in terms of development means. We will look at the years here that Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild have been in development, have otherwise been silent, that we haven't seen anything about them. But... He says they're continuing. There's no reason to disbelieve that they are continuing. It's just an open question as to whether they're in any state to release, maybe even in this console generation. He was clearly in a place in his career that he was interested in novelty, interested in exploring new things within video games. And that means slow. That means iteration. That means alpha versions and creative uh, groups trying to figure out what this new thing should be. And, and we've really seen that slowness in what these projects have been. Eurogamer describes his history. Ansel is the best known is best known for his work on the Raymond series, which he created at Ubisoft back in 1995. In 2003, his team took on their most ambitious project yet in Beyond Good and Evil, a sci-fi adventure which found a loyal cult following, which as I described it, means that it didn't really find a following on day 1, and that's a shame because it really was an inventive action adventure game that strived for something, that tried to tell a story that maybe wasn't as simplistic as some other games in that genre, while also featuring spaceships and talking pig aliens. Ansel also created Rabbids, which is important, and it's important to the Ubisoft brand. It probably is also deserving of apologies for at least some of you out there. The Rabbids are, let's call them an acquired taste. I happen to like them. They're a little bit like the Minions. I really enjoyed it when the Rabbids showed up to fight Mario. Uh, and I think that they are a good and important mascot for Ubisoft, but mm, not everybody's going to love them. As we see in this Eurogamer article, there are now more Rabbids games than Raymond ones, a TV series, and plans for an upcoming movie. As I said, they really do slot into that Minions kind of perspective, it's actually a surprise that someone hasn't made a Rabbids movie on that kind of basis already. But suffice it to say, he was a very important force at Ubisoft. He was very important, not just in terms of building things now here in 2020, but as kind of a brand identifier. What he meant to Ubisoft is as important as what he did for Ubisoft. A Ubisoft veteran, Ansel was given unusual freedoms. Beyond Good and Evil 2 was a passion project for him and his studio, and one which seems no closer to release now than when it was most recently re-announced at E3 2017. And it was, in fact, re-announced. It was years and years and years ago when there was a teaser that basically said, we're going to do something with Beyond Good and Evil 2, and then it showed back up as a kind of weird prequel piracy 
open world game thing that doesn't look at all like its predecessor, but which still could be good. The problem is, is that as it turns out, even with very expensive looking rendered shorts, those games were built on a tech demo basis. And we're going to take a look at what the Beyond Good and Evil 2 team had to say about this announcement today. He was also working on a game called Wild, which you saw him reference, which was first announced six years ago at Gamescom 2014. It is apparently still being developed by Ansel's own Wild Sheep Studio, a collective the creator decided to set up and split his time on alongside his Ubisoft day job. Now, if you aren't keeping track of this one person's career at Ubisoft, and who could blame you if you weren't, this means that he effectively left Ubisoft only didn't, kept his foot in one world and also in the other world, in small independent development with potentially good financial backing, but also in big AAA development. And that just reminds me so much of my own history, where I did grow up at those big law firms, decide to go off on my own, and now enjoy a one-foot-in-both-worlds kind of living, right? I have one foot at Hogue Law. I do this at Virtual Legality. I support my clients there. I am also of counsel to a larger law firm. I split my time with that larger law firm working on more complicated international matters and financings and things along those lines. And I did that because that's what I wanted to do with my expertise and my time. And I felt like I could have, hopefully, you know, we, we still try every year to, to manifest this, the best of both worlds. And so I really do sympathize and empathize with this living. And it was clear if you go and you look at this history that he was already kind of stepping outside the world of video games. And so this announcement maybe shouldn't have been as much of a surprise to me as it wound up being because he really has put together games and philosophies and play that I have really enjoyed most of my career as a video game enthusiast. Ubisoft today released an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2's development. In short, the game is still being made and hasn't been worked on by Ansel for some time. So, Let's look at a couple of things here. One, I wanted to talk about Wild, right? Because this is one of the really interesting things. It's been a little more than three years since Sony showed a trailer for Wild. was written by Patrick Klepek at Vice in 2018. It's two more years since then. He says, for most people, you don't need to hear much more than the name Ansel to get interested. That the game didn't have a date attached, and even today, it's not clear when Wild is coming out. Long story short, though, there's no reason to think Wild is dead. This was back in 2018. And here's what I found doing some investigative reporting. It's easier to deliver a flashy trailer than a real game, which is why Ansel being involved gave people confidence in Wild. He shipped a lot of games. But it was also kind of confusing. Until Wild was announced, it was assumed Ansel was still at Ubisoft. His last game, Raymond Legends, had been released roughly a year prior to Wild's reveal. As it turned out, Ansel was not only founding this new developer, Wild Sheep Studio, and acting as the game's creative director, but also staying at Ubisoft to revive Beyond Good and Evil again. Understand what that means from a business and corporate perspective. This is not something that a giant corporation is going to be comfortable with on the outset. You are not going to be able to pull this off if you come in day one at Ubisoft and say, actually, I want to run an independent studio at the same time. This is being nice. This is Ubisoft bending over to help someone that had helped build them. That if you get to this level in your career, you can go and you can do these kinds of things because, frankly, maybe you're bored or you want to explore different avenues that Ubisoft isn't willing to fund, isn't willing to go forward with, even if they are otherwise allowing you to pursue your passion project at Beyond Good and Evil 2 and move forward with it from there. So he had his feet in these two worlds and yet 
Wild still isn't any closer to fruition, right? You've got all this reporting. I will link this in the video description, of course. And ultimately, as of 2018, Wild Sheep Studio described itself as follows. Wild Sheep Studio is still early stage and we're not issuing press statements for now. That's years after Wild was announced, years before even now. And while we are told from Michelle Ansel that he is still proceeding with Wild and Beyond Good and Evil is still proceeding at Ubisoft, we don't have anything more to know about it. Which raises the question, if these are both studios and passion projects from Michelle Ansel, if they were created really to explore variety and new ways to play games and were always going to be difficult and experimental and probably cost a lot to get to ultimate commercialization, what chance do Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild really have if he is stepping out completely? I would love to put a positive spin on this in this video right now to, to get rid of anybody's fears, but I will say I think the chances of either of these games coming out, at least as they have been shown, to the limited extent they have been shown, did go down today. When you've got a creative force, a creative mind that steps aside, there is inertia. There is a reversion back to the mean, to normalcy at whatever studio you're working at, at whatever industry you're working in. If there is that kind of unifying force, really the brains and the heart behind a project, if that person leaves, there's always a question of whether or not it will proceed, which is one of the reasons Ubisoft put this blog post out today. They are trying to head off those concerns at the past. They say an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2. As we said recently, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is well underway. And we are currently concentrating on core development and production milestones. Team changes, which is a very light way of saying, hey, the guy that you thought was our creative head no longer works in video games. Michelle Ansel has decided to stop working in video games in order to focus on other personal projects and will no longer be part of the Beyond Good and Evil 2 team. For years, Michelle imparted his creative vision and helped us remain faithful to Beyond Good and Evil's incredible universe. His uncompromising passion pushed us to redefine what was possible in crafting an expansive, multicultural, and futuristic science fiction world with talking animals, don't forget. As Michelle noted, he hasn't been directly involved in Beyond Good and Evil 2 for some time now. I highlighted that in red because it's worth noting, Ubisoft was getting a certain amount of cachet from his name being attached to the project, and his name hasn't been properly attached to the project for at least months, as he says in Instagram, and probably longer still, right? Ubisoft and Wild Sheep and all of these various things means that not any one of them were getting the full attention of Michelle Ansel. That's just impossible. He's only one man. And so this was always something that looked to be more of a branding initiative from Ubisoft's side, but also something that was designed to keep him happy, that he was designed to have something at Ubisoft that would arouse his passions, that would get him involved in their creative development process. And if that no longer exists, if this really is so expensive, if this isn't that close to making money for Ubisoft, Ubisoft's commitment to a project like this is going to be tested. In this blog post, they continue by saying the team have been working hard at building on top of the solid creative foundation he helped shape. We recently passed an important internal milestone, delivering a build that proves our space pirate fantasy. Now, I look at that language and say, wow, that really does sound like it is much earlier stage as of right now than I would have assumed 
from them going live with multiple rendered videos at multiple E3s with a bunch of tech demos, it seems like only now as, as of the time of this blog post, they say it's recently, they have been able to deliver what this game would even look like, a, a, a vertical slice kind of concept to prove that this is a thing worth investing in, which is great. If they actually did succeed in proving that, that's wonderful that they will move forward even further. But I don't think that's what anybody from the outside of Ubisoft was expecting. They were probably expecting Beyond Good and Evil 2 to be somewhat close to completion at this point in time. And that doesn't seem to be the case. In fact, they specifically describe what they have shown at E3 as tech demos. Building upon the promise of those tech demos is what we have been doing. In addition, in the past six months, many new people have joined us. Yes, they appear to be ramping up into full production, but basically, as of now, our next milestone is that we are aiming to share more and show you the game in action sometime next year. So 2021 isn't when Beyond Good and Evil 2 is even slated to come out. And does that mean that it's 2022 when they show us the game in action? Or maybe even further. If you're Square Enix, you're looking at this production cycle with great approval. We know many of you are eager to hear more from the team, get more detail on the story and universe, and try out the gameplay. We are equally excited to share all of that with you, but we will take the time needed to get it right. They absolutely will. There is no indication that the people working on Beyond Good and Evil 2 aren't working meticulously to realize their vision and more power to them. From a business perspective, however, This starts to look like something that Ubisoft will have to be convinced of in terms of its value sooner rather than later. And if I'm just looking at this from the outside as I am, I start to get concerned because Ubisoft doesn't need to keep this up to make Michelle Ansel happy anymore. There's an open question as to whether a lot of folks are really excited about a project like Beyond Good and Evil 2 when its predecessor Beyond Good and Evil is properly marked as a cult classic. A, a, a game that a number of people like very, very vocally, but that a number of people didn't buy when it was initially released. And Ubisoft's going to have to be convinced to spend millions and millions of dollars pursuing it. In a similar kind of vein, when you talk about Wild, this is some kind of independent studio that's been working on something for more than a half of a decade and hasn't released basically anything on what this project entails and where its status is right now is an open question, and will they have really any kind of input from their creative director and founder of the studio going forward is another open question. So I look at this and say, I really do think this is a happy ending for one of video games' really premier minds at Ubisoft, really helped build that company up. I have always respected the products that he has put out, and I'm very happy that he has been a part of this industry for as long as he has been. You never really heard anything in terms of those Ubisoft issues that they've been having with other creative directors and other forces there. You didn't hear those about him. Doesn't mean that they didn't happen, of course, but he has never been at the center of any of those stories. He has always really been presented as as one of those charismatic and powerful minds at video games, just like many of the other ones that are the central forces behind their studio. So I think this really should be seen as a happy ending. He's going to pursue more of his life's interests. He's put his heart and soul into video games, and I want to look at it that way. But in terms of the projects that you might have otherwise been excited about, I am not quite as positive. So this has been a lighter episode of Virtual Legality. I just wanted to talk about what I felt was really an important retirement, an important step in the business of Ubisoft and them moving forward really to be more Tom Clancy, more Far Cry, more Watch Dogs, more everything that they have been. 
and maybe losing a little spark of creativity, a little spark of joy and play that they otherwise had before. But hopefully that wildlife sanctuary is awesome. Michelle Ansel finds it fulfilling. And I could wish for nothing more than somebody that's brought me so much fulfillment and so much joy in my video gaming. We talk about this kind of thing all the time in virtual legality, business and law of video games, pop culture, movies, music, television, everything else that you are otherwise interested in, hopefully with a little information, a little education that helps you understand why what's happening is happening even just that little bit better. If you saw this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. If you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.